You're listening to the Old Timer Synthesizer Podcast by The Worship Blender. Timer Synthesizer Podcast. I'm your host, Brent, and today I'm going to uh, do another uh, song for you. This is a song that I'm working on. I'm going to play the song, and then I'll kind of break it down into the different parts and uh, just kind of share what I'm what I'm doing with it. And it's kind of a <laughs> I took a song. Well, I've been running sound uh, at our church here lately and I've been uh, got a digital board it's very flexible can do all kinds of stuff and I can plug in my computer to it via USB and I can record all of the different channels on the board uh, to my to my computer so I load up studio one and assign all the channels to different tracks and I'm able to get a full recording of the entire band and then I can take the uh, recording home I can remix it and uh, yeah I can you know kind of give us some studio polish and then take that recording and sync it up with the with the live stream video and kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of do a, a replacement of the, cause usually, you know, live stream <laughs> mixes are always uh, not that good. And since I do sound now, you would think, well, I would um, have, you know, I would be really focused on that and I have been, but uh, you really, I've learned that you just, you can't do both a good live mix and a live stream mix at the same time you really need to have somebody in a separate room listening to it separately and mixing it separately um, you can try to make adjustments but really you're kind of flying blind when you do a live stream mix so usually the live stream mixes aren't as good and so being able to you know do a remix of the songs and sync it back up to the live stream video and then have that posted as a video on the church page is kind of a nice thing for be able for, for pe- people to be able to watch. Um, but in this particular case, I did the recording and they had recorded or they played the song to a click track, which was good because it made it easy for me to sync everything up here because what I did is I realized, okay, yeah, the, the vocal track is pretty good. It's actually really good. Um, but the band just wasn't quite as on with the uh, the song in this particular case, and so I thought, well, maybe I'll just replace a few things. The next thing I know, I kind of went nuts and <laughs> replaced everything except for the vocals and, and an acoustic guitar track, which I then ran it through some actual some virtual amps and stuff like that to give it more of a uh, more of an electric guitar sound and kind of well also it wasn't quite in time with the the music and acoustic guitars tend to be a little bit more percussive and by run it through an amp it kind of softened it up a little and then you couldn't really notice as much of it not being completely in sync with the uh, click track and then kept the vocals which were the lead vocals which were really good by our singer Melina and then also our our worship leader Brad he uh, uh, sings on this as well so this is me taking a song and completely changing it from a nice little uh, quiet worship song to like an actual like um, you know synth jam kind of thing a little old school kind of uh you know 80s kind of 
80s, 90s kind of synth jam kind of thing with uh, the actual vocals over top of it. So the vocals were recorded with something completely different music track wise. But um, yeah, I replaced all of the instruments. So this is what it sounds like as of now. And I'm still working on it, um, but this is about um, six or seven hours worth of time working on replacing the backing tracks and doing a rough mix and doing some mastering on it. Um, but I'm actually, this is what I call rough mix one, rough mix two is in process two in process now, kind of continuing to clean up some of the vocals and doing some other fixes. I wasn't completely hundred percent happy with all the drums and, and some other things that I did on there. So, um, doing some changes, but anyway, this is, this is what I had for rough mix one.
All right, so that was the uh, rough mix, and you probably are thinking, hey, there's the vocals kind of got lost at a few spots there, and yeah, I, I didn't really do anything with the levels there. Like I said, that was just a rough mix, so in future mixes, that'll be fixed with all the leveling and everything else. Uh, but anyway, here's the, uh, and, oh, and by the way, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, just know that I'm also doing a video screen cap. Uh, while I'm recording this and the video will be up on the YouTube channel for uh, the worship blender uh, so just go to YouTube and do a search on worship blender and you'll be able to find this video so you can actually see everything that's going on on my screen as I talk about it um, but anyway I've got the uh, the the studio one file open of all the different tracks and I'm going to kind of run through what I'm doing on the song. It's a pretty straightforward song. There's not really a lot going on. Um, it's just uh, it's very repetitive, but um, it's just it's a kind of for me it was a fun kind of song to do because I like being able to play you know play with different layers and textures and stuff like that with the synth. And so the here's the actual uh, vocal by itself that I started off with. Actually, here's the dry vocal. So that's what the vocal sounded like by itself. So you can hear some bleed through. So I go further in the song. So that's what it sounded like. Um, and then I added some effects. First, I use the. Uh, I like using uh, Solid State Logic plugins. I love their stuff. I always have. And so their vocal strip plugin is fantastic. And also their their uh, Flexverb plugin that you hear here is just wonderful. Bit excessive on the uh, on the reverb. I admit, I usually don't use that much reverb, uh, that long of a tail on it, but it just seemed to work for this song, and uh, so I did it. Um, and then I also did a lot of melodining on the melodining. I, I don't know if that's an actual word there, but yeah, I use melodine on the vocals to kind of clean them up. Uh, I believe these are yeah, these are the non-melodine tracks, the original vocal tracks. I did the mel I had to do melodine and. I got Studio One Five open now. I had to go back and do Melodyne in Studio One Four because for some reason Melodyne didn't want to work with the newest version of Studio One Five for me, so I had to go back to Studio One Four. So anyway, I don't have the Melodyne tracks open here. And yes, I know Studio One Six is out, but um, yeah, that's extra money, and I didn't really foresee needing it just yet. Um, but anyway, those are the vocal tracks. If you want to see some or hear some of the other tracks here um, let's start from the start from the start and here is the turn off the vocal tracks too so we can just focus on the music here is what we start off with of my good friend here the XO drum machine which I really love this is by X XLN audio makes this plug-in it's a just a great drum machine um, this is pretty much a a built-in pattern that they had. I might have did some tweaking on it. I don't know. I don't really remember, but that's the drum machine. Pretty much the beat through the song. Although it changes at various spots. Definitely drop stuff out. Just do the kick, like here in the first verse. And then also little, yeah, stuff there. But as we get to the 
bridge on the song. I had to keep building it. So here's the bridge. So in order to make it, you know, make since the song's so repetitive with the same parts, I wanted to add something extra to the bridge. So I actually added in a second drum machine, or actually Easy Drummer by Two Track. Did an 80s drum kit since we're kind of going 80s with this song. So you have the uh, drum kit, and then you have the drum machine. Put them together, kind of adds a nice build during the bridge. So the easy drummer only comes in on that bridge section. All right, so let's go back to the uh, beginning again. So we've got the uh, the drum machine going along with uh, by XO. And of course we need a bass. So there's our bass synth, our main bass synth. And it's pretty much just an Oberheim sim by Arturia. And it's pretty much just a factory preset. Apparently I did do some tweaking on it because it's got the little asterisk after the, the name there indicating I did something. I don't remember what. Now, in order to give it some more girth, um, I start off with just the baseline by itself, that baseline being the so, the only baseline playing, but as the song goes on, it needs some, some more girth to it. So I added in a second baseline, which would be this one here, which is just the same notes, but it's like an octave lower, more fuller sound. It doesn't have the arpeggiator on it. So you mix it with the other one. Helps to give some fullness to the uh, to the song. Then the main riff, really, uh, through the whole entire song, is this guy right here. Which is just a Hive synthesizer. And it's pretty much factory preset. I, I, I just literally came came to this factory preset like I mean almost immediately it kind of came up and I was like oh that sounds really nice I, I was planning on spending more time figuring out what I'm going to use for that initial sound but this just seemed to work so I ran with it now just like uh, with the drum beat and the bass line where I, I add more to the song uh, more layers as it goes on I did the same thing so uh, as when the second verse comes in Actually, I add in two more synth layers playing that exact same keyboard line. Which is basically, solo them out, the first one is another Hive instance doing a, I think I modified this preset, but it's another preset on Hive. Kind of a weird, wacky kind of, got a little bit of, you know, almost flangey kind of weirdness going on there. But it works well when blended in with the other instruments. The Repro 1. So when you put them all together. Add back in the uh, drum beat. 
then at the end of the song, I needed to have yet another layer. So I put in another layer, uh, which would be this one, an actual Jupiter 8 instance. Right there. So there's the Jupiter 8 instance soloed out. Just made for a nice solo synth to kind of fade out on. And the first verse, you know, you, you start up the song with everything going on and then you drop it down with just a, a, a synth pad with the Repro 5. And my computer is, I don't know if you can hear that, my computer's yeah, in order to do the this podcast and, and be able to screen cap, I have to go into Windows Audio uh, so that my Camtasia software can record. And so sometimes that causes a lot of issues with the uh, computer. But anyway, it's a Repro 5 that does that, uh, that first verse. Turn the vocals off again so we can just focus on... There's also another little synth line that pops up here and there, and it's kind of a subliminal kind of synth. Um, it's just kind of like a weird little thing I did. I was, wasn't was sure if I was gonna keep it or not, and I'm still not sure if I'll keep it, but it's kind of there in the background as kind of a counterpoint. is the ace ace synthesizer which i really like uh, the ace a lot i use that a lot on projects so put in the uh, bass So that's that, uh, that kind of is, it's really low in the mix. I don't have it too high up in the mix. I also was playing with some other ideas that are kind of low in the mix. I don't even know what, I don't even remember what this is here. So yeah, that's in the bridge. something else here uh, something hive oh. a lot of this is pretty low in the mix it's just on the bridge just to kind of add some extra layers there 
Um, but then before the bridge, there's also the, I added in a little extra melody line here with uh, a couple of layers of scents. Which is just pigments. Here's the first layer. My plugin will load so I can show you. And then also a Fairlight CMI is another layer. And then the Selena String Ensemble would be the, uh, the final layer. So three things doing that little melody there, which sounds like this in the whole mix. So anyway, that's pretty much most of the uh, song. I'm still uh, working on it, um, but just wanted to uh, share. It's kind of it was basically been a lot of fun to be able to uh, work with some vocal tracks. It's I haven't had much vocal tracks to work with lately, so just having that really kind of inspired the rest of the song. I really liked what Melina sang on there, uh, our singer who uh, who led that, and. Um, uh, so yeah, it was, and it was very exciting the fact that um, I could actually use a live recorded voice and actually work that into a studio song. So that, of course, that uh, gives me a lot of ideas um, for other stuff to do. And definitely want to do more of this. So uh, yeah, so look forward of, to more of those types of songs from me. But anyway, that uh, sharing with you uh, what I've worked on since the last time we talked. And I will be, I've got some other stuff that I look forward to sharing with you too. I hope that you will subscribe to this podcast, that you will give it a five-star review. If uh, you enjoyed listening to it, if uh, you didn't enjoy it, then forget what I said about leaving a review. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, don't, yeah, don't worry unless, unless you want to give a five-star review, then pretend like I didn't say anything. Um, but definitely uh, any feedback too. Uh, I definitely uh, enjoy hearing any feedback that you might have on the podcast. Like I said, it it's also being recorded to YouTube. So you can check that out at Worship Blender and... That's, I guess, it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time. The Old Timer Synthesizer Podcast is brought to you by The Worship Blender. Find us on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash worship blender. 